I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. Now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got Love hearing Jill singing in the background. Mm. Oh, hear that, Timmy. I'm sorry. Hello. That beauty is great. Must be still. Singing any chances. I know, mate. Singing away. He's singing my heart out last night. Blue blood that I bleed. I loved it because I didn't even know if Andy could hear them more put in the chat. Who the fuck was singing there? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they could hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Good evening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode Geo of the Battlefield <laughs> Podcast <laughs> Bears Corner. There is no number this evening. It's just homage to the new manager. As you can see, we've done the studio up here with some fantastic Holland flags um, just to make them feel well at home. Joining me this evening as our own GOVB uh, is, of course, Geo. How are we doing, mate? I know, Gio. mate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to change my name, aren't I? 
Yeah. Nah. Nah. He's doing good, Exactly, exactly. Um, doing good, buddy. Doing good. All the better. All the better for today's news. I thought the board was going to shit the bed and get this one wrong again, but thankfully, thankfully they've stayed the course and they've done us proud. Quality, mate. Quality. We also have Jibo Vanny Van Jeepster. How we doing, mate? Jibo <laughs> Vanny good, Van Jeepster. I love that, mate. Love that. I know. I may actually just go and change my name to that. Uh, I mean, I would. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I spent about 20 minutes looking for the Orange Rangers tap. I've got, I can't find it. Can't find no. it anywhere. <laughs> so, sorry guys, you need today with purple. <laughs> and we also have, remind me, what was your name on Twitter again? Because it was a long one. Uh, Paul Van Bronckett sees host. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Out. Yeah. And was, I've got my homage to uh, Gio with my... Uh, <laughs> Nice sex stuff one. Did you? Uh, Paul, no. are you ever going to change your name to Paul at desk? <laughs> <laughs> I know, because you're kind of lying to the people. I am kind of lying to the people, yes. My my career at sea is completely well and truly stuffed and over now, but I am stuck at a desk. But no, I'm keeping it as is because fuck the lot of you. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. No, of course, today's news of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst becoming the 17th permanent manager in our 150th year mm. history. Right, yeah. historic in itself that stat. However, it's gave us a bit of a dilemma here at the podcast because we do have Stephen Gerrard everywhere. You know, Stephen Gerrard cardboard cutout, Stephen Gerrard forties. It's gave us a kind of dilemma about what we're going to do. Now, over there we can see we can't turn them run because it's no the right manager. Do you know what I mean? For a starters. We've seen people battle them about and all that. I can't yeah. do that. The guy gave us the title. I cannot do that. So, Paul, it sees, we think we've came to a compromise. Uh, yeah, I think you're right about uh, not pushing about and things like that. It's disrespectful. I mean, he did get the us a title and stuff like that. So, yeah, we have got a compromise. Um, Are you ready for the reveal? I've no go to fucking drum roll, but let's just let's just go with it. Go, go. Ready? Go. Three, two, one. <laughs> there he is! Everywhere they go. Fuck that music. As an old rockhead, that really does my fucking. <laughs> Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Hey. He's a bit stuck for words at the minute. He's actually. Thing he'd, um, speechless. He's speechless. He's named the Rangers manager. So it feels nice that Gio joins us this evening. It's called recycling. You shouldn't throw things away when we can recycle them. <laughs> I would say we've actually upcycled <clears throat> it. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Let's not forget in the days of COP26 that caused all the fucking carnage. At least we're putting our uh, recycling to some good use. Yes. So upcycling, sorry. Gio, you just stay there, mate. Help us sell it a chocolate. <laughs> Anyone, buddy, stay out shields. Um Thanks very much to Fridge's wife, actually, for cutting this out for me and for doing this. <laughs> Mrs. Fridge. For doing this. Mrs. Fridge, thank you. Um, aye, what a day, policies. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, the announcement we've all been waiting on. Yeah. Feels like I've wore the screen away on my phone, um, waiting on the announcement and refreshing Twitter. Oh, yeah, just refreshing the screen, just doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's a big dent in it now. <laughs> Trough through his phone, yeah. No, it's um, as you say, it's it's a kind of monumental day for the club. Um, 
it's a long time coming. Uh, we waited a few days for this. Long, a long time in managerial terms compared to how long quickly it took Villa to get Gerard in the door. But no, I think I, I've not seen um, Ross Wilson's uh, interview. You have, and you said it was outstanding. And everybody's um, replies on Twitter I've seen to the RTV post it was put out all say it's a. What credit to the club he is, what, a, what yeah. an amazing job he's done, very <clears throat> professional. He speaks very eloquently and very well. I will watch it when I go home because I, I was driving here, um, so I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. But no, um, it's good we've got him in the door finally, and he is the man we wanted um, as, as a support. He is the man that we wanted. Gio, I suppose that's the, that's the key part of this, mate, that he genuinely was the one who without sounding like Atomic Kitten here, Gio, you're the one, but he genuinely was the one who was going to unite the support after the news last week and the departure of Gerard, etc. Big time. It, it was, um, I think everyone was on a bit of a downer at the way Gerard sort of just ditched us and went and, and, and you know, after only a few weeks before confessing his undying love and, and all that sort of stuff. But it was, it was, it was quite sort of, it's quite good to see that the whole fan base was, was unanimous in their, in their, their sort of want for Gio Van B. And, uh, you know, it was brilliant, mate. Like I said at the beginning, I thought the board, our board, might have shit the bed a wee bit and, and and sort of messed this one up. But thankfully, they didn't. And I'm hoping that that it will give us a massive lift um, for the rest of the season. So let's let's be honest, we haven't been playing too great this season, and maybe this is just what we need. Maybe this is just a big kick in the arse we need. Totally, mate. Totally. Jib, your reaction to that, mate? I read out your. <clears throat> I, I gave you the full big spiel and everything, the full big work up last week of Jeeb's statement. I feel as though we should have that every week now. We oh, should have time. a corner, which is Jeeb's statement. And I read that out last week, mate. But no, Jeeb's corner, Jeeb's corner. Fuck a bear's corner, it's Jeeb's corner. Exactly. There's an identity thief here. Paul at desk has just posted Geo, Geo, Geo. So it is. <laughs> there you go. I, I can't have Paul at desk anymore. How, you how are you doing this? I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you. <laughs> sorry, Jim. You're, you're, um, you're reacting to the news today. I was pleased. I, I, I felt it was coming today. I was hoping the longer the day went on, I thought, oh, no, it's just not going to be the days. It's going to be the morrow type thing. But I was happy. Um, I think it's really good. I think it was diff. He was definitely the front run, runner. I'm not 100% sure who the other boys were that we spoke to. Um, there was obviously betting in that out there, and there was second and third favourites and stuff, but I think Gio was always um, the front runner, so I'm really, really glad that he's got it. Yes, totally, mate. Uh, I, I, listening to Ross Wilson today as well, Gio was mm. number one target. Gio was the one we spoke to. However, we spoke to other people. We wouldn't divulge it, but the confidentiality in that was obviously, you know, it was respected by both parties, Rangers and whoever the other candidates were. But really, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst seemed a no-brainer, given how when was the last time there was a universally popular manager mm. in terms of Rangers, like before he's announced? And I never seen anybody that was sitting there saying, it shouldn't be Gio. You know, obviously we're mm. not turned off to really, really good managers, but we have to be aware of the market that we're in as well. Yeah. And I think Gio in that market is the best calibre of manager we could have got and happens to be an ex-player, which isn't ultimately important, but helps. Yeah, I quite agree with you. I'm trying to think. Um, possibly Walter Smith when he came back to the Scotland job. Was quite, Maybe, aye. But, but before that... Good show. No, I, I, right. I, can't, I can't actually think. No, but... Yeah, I mean, it's it's very fortuitous that, that uh, he's currently... Uh, he wasn't employed um, because of the situation in China with the pandemic and stuff like that. He... he made the decision to come back and he left his assistant there, which which we discussed before the pod is very possible 
what, what some of the delay was um, in getting his assistant away from the contract he's currently in. It looks like he's going to come with him, but um, I see um, we've got Roy Mackay as is on the screen there. It was confirmed. Um, I saw on Sky Sports News this afternoon that uh, uh, Roy Mackay will be coming in as one of the striking coaches. I can imagine Defoe Mackay as your striking coaches. Fucking hell, man. You know what I mean? It's just... It's, it's, I mean, as I said to Scott before we, the podcast started, Stephen Gerrard is a, a worldwide um, international superstar when it comes to football. Everybody knows his name, if you pardon me. You know, it's not cheers or anything like that. But, um, uh, but I, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is a better coach. Um, and he's with him. what he brings with him will be vastly more experience. He's certainly more successful when it comes to winning trophies. So it might be an, up, it's, it might be an upgrade uh, with regards to uh, quality and experience. So I'm thrilled. Honestly, I'm thrilled. And it, it all depends on who the backroom staff is. It could just get even better. But having Mackay there, Jesus Christ, that's just... Well, would he expect Van Gastel to come with him? That's um, Gastel, yeah. from, from China, obviously, he took over Gio's role in China uh, when, when Gio left it just before the, the pandemic hit. Um, Roy Mackay confirmed on Sky that he, he would be joining Gio's backroom staff. Yori Boschia, that might be totally wrong, Um and Arno Phillips. So a performance analysis in Yori Boz chart. <clears throat> yep. Okay. If you have a chart for your Boz. Um, and Arno Phillips, who is a phys- <laughs> physiotherapist for the Netherlands national team, will also be part of Van Bronckhorst's backroom staff. And that's from Chris Jack, who's been pretty much spot on um, throughout this whole... People might like to call it saga, but really it's only a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a saga. Um, and also... Uh, Fourth official on Twitter has been spot on throughout yeah. this whole thing. You've got to give these guys credit. The one who's not putting out clickbait, they ain't putting out clickbait to get you to go and click on their website or whatever it is to give them views and hits and likes and whatever. They've only put information out when it has been factual and double-checked and triple-checked with their sources. Um, and I think people like that are, are you know, you, you only need to look at a certain newspaper this week to find out how much they've guessed all the way through this and continued to get it wrong. Um, how much they've stole other people's content. Um, and as Mark said there quite rightly, appointing a manager in seven days and getting a first choice. It's not for everyone, <coughs> but it's how it should be done. Well, 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 I'll just show you how the Scottish mainstream media actually do the, the story finding. And I'll do it with a visualised presentation here. Let's jump the chocolate. Okay. Okay. Who's the manager going to be? Derek McInnes. Yeah, we'll call McInnes on that one, okay. Uh, when's he coming? <laughs> it's a new Thursday. How much are you getting paid? Seven, seven six, so that's all right. Fifteen million pounds a year. That's that's pretty much how the mainstream media in this country do their research. Aye. Aye. So it's a bit weird. It is a bit weird. Of course the club have a, a huge semi-final on Sunday. Um and I don't know if MD's caught up with the podcast I done with Sky Sports Michael Bridge just before we, we came on. Um, I don't know. That flies. Missed it. Um, Sky Sports Michael Bridge came on the pod, and I thank him for that and gave his reaction to Gio's announcement. He says that the title is number one priority at the end of the day. And if you offered him a win in the semi final next week over a win against Livingston in the league. He would take the win against Livingston in the league, which I found was quite interesting because it's kind of like this is how an, uh, the English league view the cup competitions. If you're a big club, mm-hmm. they are kind of setting nature. You know, it's kind of just they're just they're doing there. If they win, it's a, it's a wee bonus. At Rangers, if we don't go through in the cup on Sunday, 
you know, people will be disappointed by that. And again, it's more failure in a cup competition, uh, which we're no used to. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Which, do you wish your reaction to that? Do you, would you go along with that? Would you? I think it's imperative we win on Sunday and beat Livingston, but that's a Rangers view, isn't it? Yeah, mate, you hit the nail on the head. I think it is. It's it's just it is a Rangers view. It, it, it's it's it goes with the territory of wanting to win every game and expecting to win every game, and that's the thing, mate. We don't. We always we always prioritize cups, and it, it, even last season, Jared was sticking out strong teams where in in, your, in earlier rounds where you're maybe expecting them to rest a few players. So you know, I, I think it is that. But to, to to be pragmatic about it, and let's be honest, maybe that's something that we ne- maybe need to start doing. Maybe we need to start looking at. You know, prioritizing the league and especially this season, as we know, because there's what guaranteed 25, 30 million. You know, but like again, end of the day, mate, we have to win, we have to win cups, we have to beat the screen burners on Sunday and put them back in their rebox again. Fred, there's two comments here that I want you to put up. The first one is from, see if we slide up a bit there, actually. The first one is from only four home nations second podcast in a day actually it's the third podcast today thank you very much <laughs> okay one we call and stuart was done before that and while the phone was going tonto in the pocket i'll try to be professional with colin who i asked by the way he asked him what the team was for sunday because he's part of the back <laughs> b i asked him um when Gio would be announced because he works for rangers and he said nothing on any of them and then the two years were very chuffed when we seen the thingy. Barney, I'm not sure if this has been confirmed yet whether Nicola Sturgeon is part of our backroom staff yet. Um, I'm sure the club will be in discussions with that right now to make sure that we we ensure that we get 56 as well as 55. Um, so, And we'll get to a wee bit about that. We don't like to talk about many other clubs on this, but we'll get to a bit about that later on because that's just insane. Think how stupid that sounds, by the way. Nicola Sturgeon stopped the 10. Start and stop ten in a row. <laughs> there we can raise an end to song team. <laughs> oh, brilliant, mate. Brilliant. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Jim, what do we expect then for your squad to <clears throat> Obviously, they'll have been kept. I thought it was a touch of class with Ross Wilson to phone every single member of player, uh, member of staff <laughs> and playing staff to say that Gerard was leaving and all that stuff. Um, so... <laughs> Where do you think the players stand now? Because they've been kept up to date with the whole process. They've known what's been going on. So how do you think they're feeling the now? I'll first off say, I thought I thought Ross Wilson was brilliant today. I thought that was quite funny Excellent. when he, he, um, he underestimated how many how many phone calls he was going to have to make. Because he's probably, you're probably on the phone to them for about five minutes each. So he's probably been sitting there for about half an hour and he's got through about four or five people. But I thought he's, <laughs> I thought he's video. If anybody's not seen it, it's on YouTube, on Rangers TV. Mm-hmm. Um, he speaks really, really well. Um, it's exactly how we would have wanted it done. It was done quick, but it wasn't rushed. Um, really, really good. I just wanted to say that there where you brought him up. Um, in terms of in terms of the players, like I mean, they're going to be playing Sunday, knowing that Geo should be in the stands watching. Um, they're playing for their futures. Do you know it's as simple as that? They need to they need to uh, knuckle down if they want to stay. Um, they need to knuckle down and cement their place in the team again because. As it stands, I would say probably nobody's got a shot now. Do you know what I mean? It's up. I mean, the, the manager might have his favourites as much as he likes to play a four three three. They um, looking into it, I think Fiannod when he was there, they played way wider wingers. It wasn't like two number tens the way we were used to. So it is a wee bit different. I mean, will will Hadji benefit for that? With his lack of pace, I don't think so. So 
you know what I mean? That's, he might he might have his favourites and stuff. So everybody needs to be knuckling down and try to get get a hold of one of the shots again. Um, that's that's my opinion. Draw. They've got everything to play for. So. You should, be excited. you should be excited you should be busting a gut to prove yourself to the new manager and also another thing Michael Bridge touched upon is that if you need somebody to G you up for a cup semi-final when you play for Rangers or to go to Ibrox and, and, and show what you can do then you're probably at the wrong club anyway I was going to say that yeah mm. you should you, you, you do not deserve a place at the club you know if, if that's your attitude I'm very sorry but um Bolt. You, you, well, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say sort of bolt, but yeah, bolt. Um, bolt, yeah, rocket. Yeah, bolt, yeah, rocket, yeah, fan down there. No, um, no, he's completely correct on what he says. They should not have to think of themselves, oh, it's a cup, semi cup, a cup semi final. Um, I, I really should uh, buck my ideas up. All the new managers and stands watch me. I really need to get my arse in gear. They should be fucking doing that every match. You know what I mean? This is Rangers you're playing for. Totally, you know Totally. I, I just see to touch on what you were saying before. I think the cup competitions are different in Scotland as well. I think, I mean, quite. I mean, you look at teams like Spurs. I mean, I can't even remember the last time Spurs won a cup. Mm. They're quite a, they're a, a decent side um, in England. Then you would expect that over time they probably would have won a cup with the squad that they've got. But so many teams doing in England take the cups completely for granted. We don't do that in Scotland unless you're playing someday for a really like one of the lower leagues, like when we were playing Cove Rangers last season or anything, like you'll maybe rotate the squad to try and get some players in. But other than that, like we'll be starting our best 11 on Sunday. Um, yeah. We'll be picking the team that we think can go out and win the game. And quite honestly, anything other than progressing to the final would be a disaster on Sunday. And it's not a case of what you would rather. At Rangers and Celtic, you need to win these games. You need it's to make must. the final and you need to win the cup. It's, do you know what I mean? It's just, you just don't get it. I mean, Look at look at what Gerard achieved last season and got an an undefeated season. Uh, he broke so many records in terms of your defensive uh, rate and that the, the lack of goals we conceded uh, going undefeated. We only dropped points in six games last season in the league, but he didn't win the cups and that was it. That was another thing. Mm. I bet he didn't doing in England. That just wouldn't even have been looked at. Nobody looks at the fact that Arsenal didn't win a cup when they were invincible in two thousand and four or whatever. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like. If, do you know what? I'm not hundred percent sure if they did not but it's never spoke about. Do you know what's knows that they don't mention a double or anything, but it's 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 never even thought upon. Whereas up here, it's like I bet he didn't win a treble, so it wasn't it wasn't great, it, it wasn't perfect, it was good, but it wasn't. Do you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? Aye. It's a little different up here. I think oh, we have a we we have a, a heritage and a history though with cups as well, don't we? we you know, it, it it's part of our legacy that we you know it's not just fifth you know the fifty five league titles it's the cup wins and the Scottish Cup and the League Cups as well it's all those as well so especially there's, there's this a, cup yeah yeah exactly especially this one there's a history and a heritage that that comes with that uh, our club and the and the cups as well so you know it, it's good that we do prioritise them totally hundred percent um it ranges a different animal isn't it it's just mm. a different breed and that's it um stop it. Just thought we'd get me a geotrans. Can't sing all of it, but just thought we'd get a geotrans. <laughs> Not again. Not again. <laughs> I didn't have that again. <laughs> Aye. So, 
Go on into Sunday. It's a must win. I agree. It's a must win. Nah, no again. That was happened the last time, GBC. Mind? Ah, that's, ah, that's exactly what happened. Fucked really. off there. Yeah. Jib, thanks for holding the fort, mate. I never. I mean, I saw, I, I saw, I saw you cut. I've not even spoke to you since. I saw you cut it off in the final edit button. I was like, fuck, was that, was that, that bad? I thought, it was, I thought I ended it quite well. Me, me myself, and I. He actually sent me a message. He said, I'm not having that bastard in the fucking line. Like, what's this? Boom. No, I just thought I would take it right back to when we were all live properly. Um, I thought I thought I was away and you were all here. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, right. I was like, I never froze. I'm right. I'll just wait till I come back in and then the, the comments started coming up. I can see G, but I can't see him there. And I was like, oh, no. What the fuck? What the fuck am I going to do here? Right, guys, thanks for watching. Just, just what you didn't do your usual. Sat us off here now. I can get porn hub on again. Aye, it was good, man. It was good. Uh, I'm just reading some of the comments there. There's some right cracking. Um, Paul looks disgusted with Scott. What are you looking disgusted with me for? I'm not disgusted with you at all. It makes a change. Uh, <laughs> it does, actually, yeah. You don't, you don't see my disgusted face. <laughs> another another podcast, as I said, we've done earlier with... Um, we Colin Stewart, Colin MD. If you're a if you're a member of the Battle Fever Network, right? If you're one of the people, this is going to go out tomorrow, okay? And watch it. It's incredible the 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 knowledge what's going to happen with the museum. Uh, what what other plans are um, for the whole Edmondson House thing? New Edmondson House. Um, Covering the Rangers Farm Players Benevolent Club, telling you exactly what's happening, the new with that. Obviously, no naming names, but telling you what's happening with certain players who we have watched in our lifetime. So that shows you how, you know, it's not just people for 19 canteen. Do you know what I mean? It is people that's relevant to even younger players today. Um, it, it So much detail went into Same with the RYDC, we covering, tell a cracking story about Nathan Patterson in one of the, the youth games abroad. Uh, and just absolutely leaving a boy for dead. Um, oh, incredible. Absolutely incredible. I wish they'd footage it, to be honest with you. Um, just things like that. Just wee bits and going on in the background, guys, that we don't see. You know, the fact that the Benevolent Club is not supported by the club in terms of funding in any way. The club don't fund it in any way whatsoever. They solely rely on donations from us as supporters. Uh, and with COVID, as I've said, it's taken a bit of a hit with naive supporters' functions and things like we're doing on the third of the live show where all the proceeds are going to. Colin can't make that night, sadly. Um, but he says we hope he hopes everybody has a great time. He's gave his messages to put on the screens. The lot he's going to be there, but no be there, if you know what I mean. See, um, did, did they take the idea that we came up with last year for the museum to have like one of the simulator machines and it's like a helicopter and it's flying towards Fur Park <laughs> and then Scott McDonald scores and you need to like turn it round and just start like flying towards Edinburgh? Because I mean, I, like, that's why the best ideas I think I've ever came up with. I think Snagsy, Snagsy could do something there, couldn't he? Snagsy could create something. Uh, it was it was us and it was us and Snagsy and that talking about it. It was that was a that was a cracking pod that night or something. Close. What he did say to me was the Spartak Moscow um <clears throat> museum that they have, they have holograms of players and managers of bygone eras and stuff like that that talk to the people and things like that. And all that's been explored. There's a digitized bit, if you like, which is things being put that we can interact with. So 
what he said was, and I'll give you, I'll give you, I'm not going to tell you all the stories, obviously, because I want you to watch the pod and get it full effect for him because he's much better telling stories than me. But what he did say was, when he started at the club 20 years ago, on his second day, it was his induction day, and he was tearing around the, he was tearing around the trophy room with Sandy Jarden. Right, imagine that as your induction. Sandy Jarden's taking a tour of the trophy room. Incredible, right? Absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Sandy says to him that this is one sixth of the, the the memorabilia we actually have at the club. So Colin asked, where do you keep the other five sixths? Don't then, say. Where don't does say. it go? Don't say. <laughs> it used to be, no anymore. And Colin says this in the pod, so don't go look for it. But it used to be a warehouse behind the Sandy Jarden stand now. Um, and when you went in, Colin said, you just you opened it like the shutter went up and you clicked the button to, to put the lights on. It says, and it was just like, now in these movies, you see these warehouses and just the lights just keep going. Like that. That's what it was like. They were like 50 foot high, right? All these racks and just different things. You couldn't see the top of them. It says, and what they've, again, what the issue they had was there's a lot of stuff in there, including the only model replica of any Archibald Leach um, design architecture. The only one left ever in the world is the one of Ibrooks, and Rangers have kept it um, and it's been kept in there. The reason why it's not been on show is Colin says to me, what do we take out the what do we take out the, the trophy room to put other things in? We can't remove some of the stuff that's in there because it's too, you know, it's, it's too it's too emotional to some Aye. of the stuff and it's historic and whatever else. Um so again the problem's been trying to fit all this stuff into Get a bigger room. Into the museum, <laughs> the new museum. So that's why a lot of it's going to be digitized and put in for interactive activities that we can do. We can swipe through things, you know, we can look at things on a screen with buttons and all that, and we can work our way through it as well. He says it'll probably take four or five visits to the museum, by the way, to see everything. That's how much stuff we have. Um, I fully expect a hologram hanging like Tina Turner just to come walking out at some point. Legacy, Wanna <laughs> Gerard walking out saying let's go and need to follow him. That's, that, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna leave that comment so let me go off here. Can we have a Lana Wolf hologram? Eh, uh, no. In a room. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was gonna say somebody's about to say that. <laughs> so I that's um that's tomorrow. Watch that. Absolutely incredible insight. Um amazing. Always love having come on. And I thank him again for coming on. He said as well, in case nobody does watch it, which I know he's well, but in case nobody does watch it, he also said that if there is any bits of historic um, memorabilia that people have for maybe grandas and whatever that have passed down, please contact the club. Rather than it line up a loft, contact the club and let's see if we can get it in the museum because they can never turn things away. Do you know what I mean? There's some things, like the Barca Bears in 72, some of them have still got their original shirts and they're asking Colin, why would you want that shot? <laughs> Sorry? Why would we not? You know what I mean? You are icons of your club, you know. But that's that's the sort. I suppose that's the that's how humble these guys are. They don't mm. actually know. Colin says that they don't actually know the, what they achieved. They're not actually aware of what they achieved for their club. It's frightening that when you think about it. Um, so, yes, get on it, lads and lassies, and let's get a wee Friday boosty. Only on the network tomorrow, by the way. It'll be on the main platforms and every other platform we use. Come next week at some point i'm not sure when but only on the network first of all so if you want to get early access to it that wee link and across the bottom of the screen there patreon.com forward slash battle fever pod you'll get it for the morrow okay team see so, see one thing i was going to say just you're talk, talking about um like pieces of history right i'm going to show you something here quickly right 
get my hands back on, right? But I've always wondered why the club don't do stuff like this anymore, right? But I've got this. I don't know if it's a bit, a bit of reflection, right? But it's, it's a piece of turf, right? And it's got, you can see here, it's got like the Rangers badge on it, right? Yeah. Absolutely quality. This was a Christmas present I got, must have been about 13 years ago, right? That bit of turf, um, when they were replacing the pitch, they basically just took it on, they just cut it up into chucks and they sold it for, I don't know, about 30, 40, 50 quid, but I'm not sure it was a present. So I've always wondered, why did they not do that way? Like, I mean, imagine they'd done that last season. This is a bit of turf that we won our 55th title on. Like, they would, mm-hmm. they would sell, like, mad, especially the fact that we got a, that we got a new pitch done. That bit of turf is for the 2007-2008 season, so I've actually got a bit of the turf that, that we played on to get to the AFA Cup final. I just think yeah. that's magic. I've also I've always wondered why why they why they don't do that. I I like I like stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Colin it's, actually it's, mentioned that. Colin actually mentioned that, right? What you've just said. And he, he what he said as well was because I was I was having a laugh and a joke saying about Castor, the amount of tops and whatever. And he says, you know, everybody says that. He says, but when we were at our height, we we merchandise and all that, we had three thousand four hundred bits of merchandise. On sale, oh, yeah. right? He says, "Now you think about what we've got. Now we've got no anywhere near that. You know, we dug bowls and we fucking everything. There you go." And he also says, "He says that they had blue grass seeds." Now the amount of people that phoned and complained because they were only getting blue grass. Collins like that. He says, "Well, <laughs> grass is green. <laughs> it's a seed. Do you know what I mean?" But but that's the kind of that he was getting complaints every single week that his grass was turning green and no blue. And he, he does say he understands why people are complaining about that, but it's you know it's nothing he could do about that. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Um, so I just what you were saying there, about that grass. That's the kind of stuff they they did used to do. They did used to cut up bits of ibrox and sell it. And we've just done the pitch there, as you say, in the summer. They should have had. They should have had some of that. They made a fortune after that because they would have sold every bit. Exactly. But. Exactly. Um, but hey ho, listen, that's for the marketing department, isn't it? Aye. Market, <laughs> marketing department. Uh, looking ahead to this Sunday, I I know the score. I've seen it happening before my eyes this evening. I've been in the studio. Quite a while today, um, doing all my podcasts as I've told you about. And there's a PS5 been added. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but there's a PS5 been added to the studio here. And I played FIFA 22 on it today. And it's the first time I've ever played a PS5 because I've no, I've not got one of them yet. Um, and I beat Hibs 2-1. Granted, it was in the Champions League. I beat Hibs 2-1, but I beat Hibs 2-1. So I think Gio, uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst in the stand. Okay, we're going to beat Hibs two one on Saturday. Alfredo Morelos scores first. Paul sees you witnessed it, am I right? Yeah. And then Ryan Kent scores. Yep. And then Paul Hanlon scores with Hida, which McGregor ran out at a cross ball. Very realistic. Do you know, I was going to say it was extremely realistic. It was more realistic than I actually realised because you squandered about oh. ten chances. Uh, it should it should you should have been six up, and uh, then of course we gave away a really shitty goal. So yeah, it was very true to life. T. T. Just saying. There you go. That's a spoiler. 2-1 Rangers and we're making it to the cup final. Gio, your reaction to that? How did you think the game went on Sunday? I think you need to move the ball quicker. <laughs> the ginger balance yes, is speechless. Yes. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say to that, mate. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't believe you have any idea he's fucking either. The only thing is, I would say, is in the stands on the game, there wasn't very many people with orange jerseys on. So I'm warning you all now for Sunday if you're going, no lazy bastards. (laughs) Needed to be a wee bit more realistic and lifelike. Yes. 
exactly. I'm going to say, be, care, be careful with uh, too many fans wearing orange jerseys on Saturday or else the full stadium will just look like one big tricolour. I've thought about that. Sporadic. We'll maybe all need to get together. Aye. So if your pals wear one, if you don't wear one. (laughs) 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 Nobody wants to see that. Moses says, I heard Scott's going to be part of Geo's backroom staff after that FIFA result today. Mate, I am a loss to football. Football should employ me. That's what I think in my head anyway. (laughs) I really don't know what to say to that at all. (laughs) Paul, how do you see it going on Sunday? How do you think... Obviously, Hibs remember with the whole COVID issue, uh, they've not played, what, four, was it three weeks, four weeks now? They've not played. Yeah, don't know, so, don't get us wrong though, a semi-final at Hamden, you should be busting a gut, especially against Rangers for them, you should be busting a gut anyway. But do you see that having an effect on them at all, rustiness? Kind of echoes us leading up to the Scottish Cup final against them, didn't it? Yeah, when they beat it, it kind of is, yeah. Um, I don't think it'll affect them too much. Um players who have had this maybe nickel injuries or lack of fitness they have plenty of time now to get themselves um, back on track um, and also um, with the international break they've not many had, they've not had many away we've had a few away um, and of course we've had a little bit of turmoil as well if you, if you want to put it in another way um, with losing Gerard and now getting Geo in which should give us better um, it's going to be it's a cup semi-final they'll be up for it we'll be up for it It'll be a close match. It just that, that's just the way I see it going. I, I, I really can't. I can't really. I really don't know how it's going to go. I mean, mm-hmm. even even before um, we we change managers, I still know. I, I would still say I really don't know how it's going to go because our form has been really patchy. Mm-hmm. Um, theirs has been really patchy. Um, but Hibs are a tough little team, and they always play really well against us. Um, but I just I just hope that um, the, the our players just come away injury free because you know at Portis is going to be like he's going to be throwing himself around trying to flip in hmm. half every day and two. Aye, as per normal, and then great about it. Uh, Gio, how do you see it? We're getting close to beat the Potter time, right? And I'm and I've, I do have a contestant. Um, I'm not looking forward to it this week because I'm fucking in the hot seat. <laughs> um, I, mean, I think. Do you know what? Let's be honest. We've scored what ten on our last two league games. Um, albeit conceded a few as well so they haven't had a game in a wee while but then the international break sort of came in and, and like you say we've got a few people away and we haven't you know and obviously the upheaval like I said every week mate I would take a 1-0 off Alfie's arse in the 89th minute but you know I still would like us I still would like us to put this lot to the sword a wee bit uh, <laughs> and uh, do you know what mate I just I, for me I, I want us to go out there and try and press the manager um, try and put on a bit of a show Try and play with a wee bit of, you know, a wee bit of, a wee bit of pace and a wee bit of, you know, heart and a wee bit of guile and things like that. There, um, you, picking up very quickly on what James said earlier about this about uh, Van Bronckhorst's sort of system and his four three three. I may be wrong, mate, but I believe he might even play one in behind the striker as well as two wingers. So it's more of two holding midfielders and one in behind. So the likes of a Hadio and a Rebo in there might actually flourish. Even Bakuna, you know, we haven't Hold. talked a lot about him. Hold that thought because see after beat the podder, we'll come yeah. back and we'll talk about what we th- what okay, we would right. like to see change yeah. okay. around okay. The, the current setup, right? Um, well, basically, beat the spring burners and that's it. <laughs> correct, correct. Right now, beat the podder. I believe on the line right now we have a friend of ours, the Wasp. Oh, Robin, how are we doing? What's happening, boys? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? <laughs> What's your reaction to Master Geo coming in? 
Oh mate, great day, happy Deal's day boys eh, it's uh, <laughs> been class, um, I come out with the tattoo so and it was announced, so I'm buzzing for that boys. What were you getting? Uh, just a big 56 on the left pitch. Mate, I believe this week you're up against me. Aye, oh no. I've put this off. And by the way, what I should say is, if you look at the odds, you, you, they're stacked in your favour here because we've no, none of us have beat any of the viewers yet. Nah. <laughs> nah, I've not even <laughs> told, I've not even told um, Robin what the prize is this week. Oh yeah, go for it. Two All tickets right. to the live show. Oof. <laughs> The, oh, the, nice. the stakes are high this week, mate. Stakes are high this uh, week. Um, two tickets to the live show is up for grabs. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the theme tune for it, right. okay? And then I'm going to leave. Um, I'm going to go elsewhere. Paul at Seas knows what to do. If it goes tits up for here on, I blame right. him, not me. <laughs> um, and I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> they probably get made funny. Thank you very much. I do worry, isn't it? Right, he's just uh, exiting the room now. I've got no, I knew what he's got. Right, well, ooh, ooh, that's interesting. So just, I'm, sorry, just a second. I'm just making sure that uh, I can do this correctly. In such a way that. When he comes back in, you can't see because I'm right-handed and he sits there. Okay, then. So, are you ready? That's good, mate. Okay, how many times have Rangers won the Scottish Cup? Scottish Cup, 33 times. In which year did Alex McLeish become Rangers manager? 2004. How many goals did Giovanni Van Bronckhorst score during his time at Rangers? Oh, seven. Who was in goals for Rangers at Tannadice the night we won nine in a row? Oh, uh, Ryan Kent celebrated his birthday last week. What age was he? 24. What squad number is Scott Wright? Scott Wright is 22. How many Dutchmen have played for Rangers? Fucking hell. Okay, I'll take your answer on that. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Robin. And we can can we get him uh, back in now? Many Dutch players have played for Rangers. How the mm. fuck you might have known that? I know. I, I, I would have struggled there really, really. Oh, that would be more than six, wouldn't it? He's probably more than six. Here he comes. There were six on one team. team. All right. I've not done well. 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 Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I just that. saw Jeep's face uh, uh, with the score right question. I just knew right away, mate. I've never, I've never <laughs> been this nervous in all my life. I've just played a Chinese league tie against Hibs. <laughs> I've just, I've just realised how the fuck did Hibs make the Champions League? It's a freak season, mate. <laughs> I'm set. I'm set. Okay then. Give me sixty seconds. I will start now. 
How many times have Rangers won the Scottish Cup? 33. In which year did Axel McLeish become Rangers manager? 2001. How many goals did Giovanni Van Bronckhorst score during his time at Rangers? Oh, for fuck's sake. 30. Who was in goals for Rangers at Tannadice the night we won nine in a row? Andy Double. Ryan Kent celebrated his birthday last week. What age was he? 27. What squad number is Scott Wright? Oh, pass. How many Dutchmen have played for Rangers? There's only one at Miles now, but six. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the shirt sponsor from 2013 to 2014? Blackthorn. Fill in the blanks. Wallace blank. Wallace blank. Smith. Wallace blank. Wallace blank. Smith. Mm-hmm. Wallace Greg. Wallace. Sunis Smith. Okay, dokie. Cheers. Okay, dokie. Then. Is that commentary right. for a goal? <laughs> <laughs> okay, they almost managers. Buzz me. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. There is a convincing winner here. Uh, the Wasp. No. And it's five to one in favour of <laughs> the Podder. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Robin, they beat you. <laughs> See if I could do a Morelos knee slide right fucking now, Robin. I would be doing it right now. I had, I had everything, <laughs> everything covered over on my way down as well. I was covering them on the way down like that, so he couldn't even fix the can't I believe I go beat off a woodbutcher as well. Jainer's <laughs> <laughs> one, Sparks now. <laughs> Mate, I had to date for my trade. I had to date for my trade. I couldn't let myself down. <laughs> Listen, see the end of the day, Mr. Robin. I'm going to be at the live show anyway, because I'm hosting it. So guess what? You've got your two tickets anyway, mate, right? And if MD's yeah. got any, oh, any great with that, then they can come and see me, all right? Can they put you through tables, choke fun style on that, The best part nah. is, not only do you win the tickets, Robin, but he's actually going to throw in a bottle of Prosecco and take it on your table and all. Yeah, well, isn't it a fairly birthday present then, eh? So you've, actually, you've actually, in getting the tickets, you've automatically invoked a special prize which is you've actually just signed up to the Rangers Museum Wall. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> well done, mate. Listen, thank you very much for coming on, mate. I appreciate it. Hey, well, no, no, is uh, can I can I say one more thing, mate? Go for it, mate. Uh, my missus will kill me. My missus has got a YouTube channel. Uh, Go for it. sorry, it's no OnlyFans of like Lana Wilfrey, so don't worry. Uh, but it's uh, the novice garden. So if you can follow her on YouTube, she loves gardening and growing veg and all that. So, uh, aye. Snagsy will love that. Well done, mate. Snagsy will love that, man. Get in. That's what I aye. Oh, aye. Shout out to Snagsy. I hope he's feeling better. Eh? Much love, my brother. Good, mate. Good. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers. It was lovely to speak Take to you. Easy. Thanks, Robin. Love Cheers, mate. 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 Giovanni Van Joyner. <laughs> oh, like it. Here. Uh, six, six Dutchmen played for Rangers. There's about six Dutchmen playing on one team at one stage. <laughs> eleven. Oh, there's eleven Dutchmen uh, played for Rangers. I was going to say, going to get through the, going to get through the. Yes, we'll go through the answers. Okay. Say again. 
You love a wee reveal, a wee reveal of the answers. You love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, how did the times Rangers won the Scottish Cup? That was 33. And what year did McLeish become Rangers manager? 2001. Giovanni Van Van Bronckhorst scored 22 goals for Rangers. Oh, I said that. I'd seen it the day. Yeah, right. I've seen, seen it yeah. the day. Uh, Andy Dibble was in goals, nine in a row. Also got a tattoo, nine in a row tattoo. Legend. Has, yeah. And uh, Ryan Kent answer. was 25 last week. <sighs> Scotty Wright is 23. So he is, I know that too. 11 Dutchman play for Rangers. Blackthorn was a sponsor. And it was Greg Wallace, Greg Wallace, Sunis Smith. And if there was another question at the end, it was... How much did Rangers pay for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst? 4.5 million. Do you say 4.5 million, Jeep? Yeah. 4.2. 4.2. I think it was 4.5, but I, I, I just remember seeing it on the corner of that video. Remember the video they brought out that season? I would I would, I would, genuinely say five, and it got a choice between, between five and 5.5. Is it? Well, there you go. Hey, listen, that's not bad. Thanks for that, Fridge. Good business. That's not bad. Um, <laughs> look at the wasp. <laughs> look, I feel like the Pedro Casino five-one side. <laughs> yes, that's his new nickname, mate. Then. Mate, you put, up, you put up a better fight. <laughs> sorry, mate. Um, aye, that's hey. He's on eager. You're fucking figuring out by the way. It's cost me a fortune. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Beat these people. <laughs> um. No, what I would they want to say is, I am wearing the new world order of merch. We've got the battle fever on. Okay, any wrestling stroke Rangers fans out there will appreciate the cross-reference in here of the NWO stroke BFP. Um, these will be on sale next week at some point, along with a jumper that I forgot to bring with me. I'll put a picture on Twitter. Is that the one for me, is it? <laughs> on social media. <laughs> well, and I maybe offer that up at some point to you. As a prize or something like that. I don't know because I was going to do a t shirt this week, but I thought it's best to do tickets for the live show. Mm-hmm. Has been a slight change to the live show that I think we have to tell everybody about. Gordon Smith sadly has new double is new in another engagement and he can't get out yet. So sadly he can't make it. However, we are working very, very hard on getting other people and we've got so many people across this, by the way. So I'm hopeful that something comes off. Um and I think it yeah. will. It's quite so- yeah, and uh, and if we I know this sounds like <laughs> kind of uh, so I, so I talk coax people in, but if we even get half of what we're looking for, I think people are in for a big surprise. So um, that's what we're that's what we're hoping for. Is it Shane Again, Duffy? Please let it be Shane Duffy. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> Shane Duffy's got a game that night, mate. Sadly, <laughs> Shane the Legend Duffy. Um, but go to the battlefieldpodcast.bigcartel.com. There is no many um, tickets left, by the way, for MD who's looking for them. A, f- a fair few have went this week. So if you do want a ticket, I would advise to go and get one, guys, because it's going to be a smashing night. Geo, G, Paul, myself, Fridge will be there. Snags, we're hoping, will be there. Baz will be there. Jody's there singing, DJing, getting her views on the pod. Or on the Rangers, rather. No, the pod. She likes the pod. Um, <laughs> who else? <laughs> There'll be a few. Deco Vanny Van Clark Deco Vanny Van Clarkhorst. If you watched the Bolton game last night, you would realise that had huge significance for us in this pod because it now means uh, Derek is going to be on the live show. Barney, <laughs> I'll tell that story, mate. Right? I will tell that story. Um, I don't want to address this other question here for Curry Muncher. Is it still in Oddie? No, it's at Ibrooks, mate. Club 72 at Ibrooks. 
Okay, a fantastic night. The Hogan story. Have I ever told you this Hogan story? Tell us it again. Tell us it again, Ben. No, Fred just saying no, right? That's all right. He's in charge. I'll, I'll go to the loo. They need so, to know. Seriously, if you're going to tell, I'm going to go to the loo. So, Give the people what they want. The 7th of December, 2012. <laughs> okay, this is what happened. Rangers were going to play still in Albion at home, and we were celebrating our 140th hist- uh, year, year uh, of our history. Um, we, we were... We, we were um, Really, really. Oh, look, there's a bit of camera work going on here. Oh, look at that. It's me and Chio. Oh, no, it's no new. So, yes, 140 years of our history. Okay. And I decided before I went to Ibrox with my dad that day, I decided I would, um, I was only 21, and I decided that I would tweet the most <laughs> reputable wrestler of all time in Hulk Hogan, brother. Okay. And I said, Hulkster, I still remember the tweet as if it was yesterday. I said, Hulkster, 140 years. Rangers celebrate 140 years as a football club. How about a retweet for a happy birthday? And the Hulkster replied with, 140 years and still going strong. Nothing but respect, brothers. Um, no, 140 years and still kicking ass. That's what it was. Nothing but respect, brothers. HH for life, which I scrubbed out the tweet when I edited it because we don't need that sort of fucking negativity in my life. HH for life. <laughs> Nonsense, absolute nonsense. We all know it was NWO for (laughs) life. Um, Not that. So, yes, thank you very much, Barney, for allowing me to tell that story on the podcast. I know everybody's been dying for me to tell it again. Not again, sorry, I've never told it before. And that's it. It's done now. It was a fantastic story. Um, We're finished. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We need to add a Hulkamania t-shirt. Style Hulkamania t-shirt to the but go to the battlefieldpodcast.bigcartel.com where you will see a host of new merchandise available. Um and Barney's correct. That's why the Hulkster suggested. By the way, if you ever go to his shop in Florida, these are actually in stock. Um, they are $23 um, and you can get a, a piece of history there. So thanks for that. Um thanks Barney for reminding me there. <laughs> <laughs> nice pee. <laughs> Just get in the room. What a beautiful story. What a beautiful story. And here's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> seamless, 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 absolutely. Oh, you'll offend, you'll offend someone. Ah, oh, uh, fuck! I'll offend somebody again. That's right. Podcast. <laughs> uh, right, we were talking about before we went for for beat the podder. We were talking about uh, what we would like to see, maybe Geo change. We know, we know he plays 4-3-3, we know it's roughly the same as Steven Gerrard, but there's just subtle tweaks to it. Reading a few things on Twitter, and I can't remember the people's names, but reading a few things on Twitter of people who watch this final team, uh, he's, he's where we play with two tens, his wingers, if you'd like to call them that, like hug the touchline. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has to be a, you know, your number nine, as a normal number nine, I, I think it was Supermarie loss, mm-hmm. being on the last, last uh, the shoulder of the last defender. Uh so, where would you like to see us go a wee bit? I mean, it's easy for everybody to jump in and say, stop conceding early goals and start okay. better. That's obvious. Yeah. We hope he does that anyway. But where would you like to see us kind of change slightly? Obviously, we're not going to go mass changes here. It's going to be change slightly, tweaked. Straight off the top of my head, I don't want to see Morellis come so deep. Yeah. I mean, as good as he is to hold the ball up and the interlink and bring the players into the, into the play... He's just he's been too deep, and that's it, that's not his natural game. 
He's a goal scorer. So he needs to be a more natural centre forward number nine. Straight off the top of my head, that was that I would say. And I was actually, you know, most beat me to that there. Had you that's, what, that's, what, that's what I was going to say. Right, yeah. go for it, Jeep. You take this one on. Yeah, Hadji in the number 10 position. I knew that was coming. No, you said you just set us right up. No, I just, he's, um, I like, I like Hadji. I'm, I'm becoming like more a fan the more he plays. Uh, but I think he's more effective in the middle rather than out wide because I don't think he's got the pace to play out wide. Gio, is there anything you'd like to? I'm kind of conscious, Gio, that you're kind of frozen there, mate. You're right, aye. No, I'm, I'm okay. I can hear you all right, mate. It's just you frozen there, and I didn't know if you were there or no. But I tell us, just... mate, is there anything you'd like to see it change? Uh, um, I think, mate, <laughs> I think, do you know what, mate? I actually don't think we'll see much this season, if I'm being totally honest. Um, I don't think he's going to come in and, and, and make. Uh, many changes in terms of style and system right away. It might take a month or two, but I can't really see it changing this season much, simply because we don't really have the personnel. If you think about uh, our actual wingers, we, we only really have Kent and Wright. They're natural yeah. wingers. Um, so, you know, if he wants to try and play that system, again, I, I, I cannot agree, uh, agree with the guys there. You know, it, Alfie has to stay up further and we have to get Hagi more in that, that advanced role in behind him. He, he, you know, Jeeva, with you, mate, he, he just every time he plays, he just seems to become more important to the team. He, he's, he's added so many wee things to his game this season. He's got a wee bit of bite in him as well. You know, he gets so many fouls and he just seems to be like one of those wee weeble wobble things where he just bounces right back up again. You know, mm-hmm. um, and a wee bit like Jack Gullish was for that other stinky Aston Villa mob last season where he, he seems to be the most fouled player in, in, in the league at the minute, you know, yeah. and the way he was for Villa last season. So, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good just to get Alfie playing right on the shoulder again and, and getting into those positions. Um, and hopefully over time we can start to see him influence things a wee bit as well. Yeah. I, I mean, Van Bronckhorst influence things a wee bit. Yep. I'm going to address the partisan point in a minute. I just want to say thanks to our sponsors, G4 Claims yes. and KGG Print and Wash and Go um, for everything that they do for the podcast. Thank you very the much. Agents. Uh, Absolutely. G4 for... for having us and hosting us in here uh, so well and KJG um, for just <laughs> the stuff that guy's done by the way for this podcast um, in the background is frightening especially today with a live show incredible and uh, thank you very much for that um, Nathan Patterson Paul <sighs> this is the this is the million dollar question because Nathan Patterson walks into any other team mm-hmm. in the Scottish League mm-hmm. He has the captain ahead of him in our team, whose numbers, despite him playing really, really, you know, defensively, he's not been great this season, let's face it, but I don't think he ever is, really, right? However, going forward, these numbers are frightening. He assists, goals, yeah. whatever. Um, how does it, How do we do this? How does Gio do this? Because I agree with that comment there. We need to give Patterson more game time. A, to keep him here, yeah. because he will go mm-hmm. elsewhere. And he's good enough to go elsewhere. But how does he balance it with Tav and Patterson in the same position and the fact that the two of them bring so much to that side when they're in it? I really don't know. Uh, that, that's, the, that's, that's the God's honest answer. I really don't know. And I'm glad I'm not in Gio's position to have to do it and try and do that. Um, obviously, he'll make his own mind up. He'll have watched uh, matches. He'll have been watching videos. Um, he'll, he'll know uh, Tav's um, stats because he plays most weeks. 
Um, so you will see more than him. But then again, you see Patterson, what he has played, he looked excellent. Yeah. I mean, he is arguably Scotland's first choice right back now. Yep. Just even from the comments um, Stevie Clark was saying, you know what I mean? He's, I think he probably is Scotland's first choice right back, and he's just um, he's such he's such an exciting uh, prospect and such a, a great young talent. We can't squander that either by keeping them on the bench or um, or just um, just not playing them full stop. You know what I mean? He has, he, the, the the thing will uh, he will either play or he will go. There's no, there's no way to is about it. We, we have to brace ourselves for that. I can, I can see maybe bids coming in in January from. Chief, how do you do it, mate? How would you do it if you were, if you were Gio? How is that? How is it even possible? Because you can't. You can I know a lot of people say, "Oh, drop tab, drop tab," right? But see if you look in the last two or three games alone, the assists have put in, right? The the goals, you know. Think about the Motherwell game, the first goal he gets back in it. Mm. You know, thing, things like that. I, I don't jump aboard. And by the way, I'm somebody who probably does jump. Doing Tav's throat more than I, than I should, to be fair. However, I don't think he needs to. See, uh, see, see, in terms of Tav, I think the reason that people jump down his throat is because, um, like maybe when he's not on it, he expects like more because he's so good. Um, I think Tav's been a fantastic right back for Rangers over the years. He's obviously he's he's got a blunder in him, like we all we all know that. But all in all, he's been a like incredible signing. Um, some of the comments that I'm reading there regarding Patterson is spot on. If we don't play him, he'll leave. It's as simple as that. And I'm yeah. I'm one of these people. As soon as I saw Mark putting the comment up, I'm one of these people of the opinion if um that he needs he needs more game time. That doesn't necessarily say that we should drop Tav. You know, because people are saying, "Well, so you'd put him in in front of Tav?" No, necessarily. Just a bit more game time. Try and fit the two of them in together. I'd, I'd, obviously, the Broncos is going to come in with his own tactics and his own style of play. But the way that we have been playing, the way that we've got three midfielders that stay pretty flat, but the centre, like with the centre one, will kind of push forward into a number ten spot now and then, has always told me that Tav could play the right side of midfield. That role. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many opportunities like. The season before last, Ryan Jack played it a lot. He played it when Davis was in the middle and Kamara was on the left. And there were so many opportunities that Jack was outright. And I'll, I'll give you two off the top of my head. The assist that he put in for Aribo for the goal at Easter Road when Aribo placed it into the top corner. He was out far right. And the assist that he gave Morelos when Morelos scored against Porto at Ibrox. Like Ryan Jack, just because he played that right side of midfield, found himself in the positions, and I just think Tav in the positions would be just as effective as what he is at right back in terms of whipping balls into the box. So yeah. I, I just, I, it's something. I mean, look, these coaches are obviously a lot more qualified than what I am. This is just my opinion, but I would love to see Tav just playing that wee bit further forward with Patterson in behind them. I think the two of them could link up really, really well, and I think it's really, really important because Patterson could be a fantastic player for Rangers if he decides he wants to stay. We spoke about this before. How good can he be? He can basically go as far as he wants with Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like He could mm-hmm. become a legend if he doesn't want to leave. I, I, I don't think that will happen. I think he will leave eventually because I think the time will come when he will be good enough. But Jeep, that, See that conundrum? See what you've just said there? I agree with you 100%. And that's, that's the conundrum I think that Gio is going to have to solve because Tava, I think would love to play more advanced. He said that before. He kept on it, Gerard, want to play him up front, sure. Kept on it and try to get that. To me, Patterson is a better defender than what Tav is. 
However, mixing them both together gets the best of both worlds because Tav going forward is frightening. Their numbers will never be matched, yeah. by the way. Right? It's scary early years that Tav's been involved at the club and what he's done. And I think he's had a rough time. And by the way, off myself included, um, man, I have to admit that. Uh, but Nathan Patterson, Gio, you can't argue with it. You know what I mean? You watch if if you, if you watch a Scotland game there. I know, I know a lot of Rangers fans do. I missed it. I see I seen his goal, but I missed the the game. It's just the goal is frightening, right? The way he cuts inside, takes on mm. his left. It's excellent. Um, he's he's a player. He's he's a player that we could sell, for, and it'd be scary the amount, of, the amount of money that we could get for Nathan Patterson in full flight with appearances behind him going to that Premier League, mate. Do you remember who started against Hibs the last time you played them at right back? Parson. Nathan Parson. He he provided yeah. the first goal. Sure, he, he did. Was he did. He did. That was the first time um, Gerard actually dropped Tav, and and there was no injury. There was no injury concern. He just actually left him out and played Parson. So it shows the faith that they do have in him from the club point of view. For me personally, I think it goes way back to the to the the Whitaker and. and um, Alan Hutton sort of conundrum we had all those years ago when obviously Walter Smith saying Whittaker and they were going, why is he signing you know, two international right backs? And he ended up playing Whittaker further forward and played Hutton further back. So Dave, I would probably disagree with you slightly, mate, because I think taking that taking those runs away from Tab on the right hand side from right back coming from deep gives him the opportunity and provides that space for him. But I mean, you know, that, that's not to say that Patterson couldn't play in that role, and and, and or even play at left back. He came on a few weeks ago at left back, and you know, um, in the Motherwell game, you know, for me, Barisic is Barisic is run his race. Get rid of Barisic, make Bassey the number one left back, and start to give Patterson minutes and game time at left back and right back. Imagine that, you know, imagine being able to do that with him and even become a better left back and right back. Yeah, exactly, mate. You know, you know, having that having that ability to play either left or right back will make some, you know, adds on an extra zero onto his price tag when he eventually does want to go. You know, but um you know, for me, it, Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, mate, you know what? There's no denying the kid the kid has got class and there's no denying that if we play this one right. You know, we could be talking another 15, 20 million pound player the way Hutton was all those years ago. We haven't sold anyone for big money um, since since probably Hutton, you know, and uh, it's time we started getting back to that that sort of model. Totally, mate. Totally. Um, I'm conscious of the time, so I'm going to go Moses' question and then I'm going to get Rhiannon on who does our women's football show yep. um, for a wee chat about things and, and Gerard's leaving Gio being announced and then obviously the women's side of things as well. Um so I'm gonna get her on. I'm just making sure she's all she's all right to come on still. Um and then I'll we'll kind of wrap up after that. Right. So here's one for you guys. Who's Jared coming back for in January? Nobody. Kamara Kent Golson <laughs> interesting to hear your thoughts. Paratich and Barker. And the next well I think if we tell them that Brandon Barker has been absolutely electric under Geo, you know, because it's a few weeks away. So I think if we say we cancel these Rangers TV subscriptions, so he can't watch us, right? <laughs> we, say him, we say him that Brandon Barker has been tremendous, right? Absolutely outstanding. And then we, we, we punt him for 20 odd million, don't you, Villa? I've been talking to a Villa account and they keep saying to me, Who do you think we should come in for in January? I keep saying Brandon Barker. Just just come in from him, just keys in and you want from him. You know what I mean? 20 million that'll day. Um, and then he started to say a few things like, how much would you sell Kent for? And we won't. <laughs> 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 
I mean, would you accept 15 million? No. 55 million. <laughs> You're getting 55 tax added on it, buddy. That's the problem for you. Mm. Okay. Um, so I, I, I'm unsure. Again, I suppose it dis- for me, it depends on who Gio has identified that he would like to bring in. Mm-hmm. If, for instance, the board says to Gio, listen, We've not got that much money in January. Obviously, nobody really does in January unless you're a big club, right? Unless you're a big elite club like, you know, Man City on that shite, PSG, Newcastle. (sighs) Weird. Um, But the problem is, for us, is that Gio might want to sell one of them to raise Mm -hmm. funds, to fund his own revolution, if you like, right? And that's that's the problem, and that's where Gio's going to have to assess his squad and see who can do without. I go along with Gio's... Ur Geo, no, that Geo, Ur Geo, right? Ginger Ballocks, Geo. This isn't going to work, this isn't going to work, mate. It's not going to work, Geo. Just change your name to Ginger Ballocks, mate, right? I'll do it. Thanks, I'll do I'll do <laughs> um, I go along with him and I would say if we could get money for Borna Barisic, I would take it. Mm-hmm. Calvin Bassey's been excellent and I don't think we should have any doubts about putting Calvin Bassey in against anybody, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think we then need cover at left back and whether, again, as Geo says, we have... Um, Nathan Patterson able to cover that position then maybe that, that might be uh, but it all depends on who Gio fancies to come in um, in his squad so I don't know what your guys thoughts are on that but I think it's too early to tell because if Gio wants to keep somebody until the summer again you have to say to a club right well Champions League money uh, Champions League football is worth £40 million to us so if you want Ryan Kent Ryan Kent the new is worth £40 million to us exactly. do you know what I mean so they might not want to pay that for a Scottish player. I'm sorry, that's how much he genuinely mm. means to us in terms of winning this title and getting the Champions League. So, tough shit, pay up. I, I think um, he's pretty, pretty much on the money there um, with the three you mentioned. Um, obviously, Golds' contract's up in the summer. So, I think he's pretty much nailed on to be leaving. He'll Bring do, back Katic. He'll, yeah, he'll do a, he'll do a, a few contracts in, uh, in January. And you could very well follow uh, Gerard down to Villa. Um, Kamara... Are the pre-contract rules the same in England? As I don't think they're the same in England as what they are in Scotland. I'm 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 not 100 sure how they work, but I know they're different. So oh, I'm right, not okay. sure. Are, are they are they allowed to come in? And, are they allowed to come in and sign him on a pre-contract in January? I don't, I don't know. They they might be. I, I know they're different, but I think they are, mate. I think they are. I think they are. Yeah. So I think I think mm. Glenn Kamara is pretty much he's been a lot, not just Gerrard, but a lot of clubs radars. Mm. That really that will be tough. I think it will be. Um, That'll be tough. And Ryan, Ryan Kent, I think um, Gerard really likes him. So I think that's the one. Yeah. I think those three are the problem most likely. And uh, obviously Patterson. Totally. Totally. Right, I'm going to bring in Rhiannon now. Rhiannon, how are we doing? I'm all right. How's yourself? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, are you excited about today's news? Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, 17th manager in our history. Unbelievable. Unbelievably delighted. Um, it's it's a step up in a sense because Gio is such a big name. He's been at Arsenal, he's been at Barcelona, he's won trophies, he's done exceptionally well at Fire Northern, sort of a similar budget to our own. So I'm really looking forward to see what he can bring to them. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. The thing is, as well, as exciting as it's United, it's the club, we're all headed in the one direction again. Do you know what I mean? We were all kind of upset, some upset at Gerard leaving, some. No, so upset. Some thinking it was the right time. Um, as I said, as we said in last week's show, every opinion there is valid and what everybody's saying. Um, but I think we are all united behind Giovanni Van Bronckhorst now. It's just about getting them right in about it, uh, getting them into that, onto that training ground with the players. Absolutely. Um, I was a wee bit upset myself. I think timing-wise, 
club said I'd leave and if it was like maybe a free contract or he was kind of saying right at the end of the season I'm going to go to Villa whatever I'd have been happy with that but to kind of leave us with a, a semi-final and then potentially Champions League football next season it was a bit hard to take he did exceptionally well he's kind of gave us a well-settled team he delivered 55 but you could kind of see it just wasn't working yeah. now so maybe a change of managers will be a good thing and it will rejuvenate the players going forward and we will get that 56 and we will get Champions League next year Totally agree, totally agree. And I think the only way that they could probably have made you happier was if they made Becky Lynch the manager, to be quite honest. Yes, that's very true. we update the women's, you do the Rangers women's football show on our network. Um, Gives a wee update on the women's because the women are flying at the minute. You know, we've just beat Celtic. That goal from Jane was unbelievable, by the way, the chip. On the Celtic goalkeeper, stunning. It was good on it. Check it yeah, out. It and a, a lifelong Rangers fan as well, Rhiannon. So that must have meant a lot to her. Oh, definitely. I mean, we have been flying, as you said, a slow start when we kind of missed the first day of the season. Uh, it, we ended up having to be a replay due to plastic players getting COVID. But and, uh, we're not not 100% record. We're unbeaten. So it's uh, all wins and one draw against Glasgow City. But beating Celtic, I think, icing on top of the take last season three games and we just couldn't do it and I don't know what it was we just couldn't get that that ball in the back of the net but that that game that Sunday that feeling was in, it was indescribable to be honest it's the most kind of g'd up I've been for an old firm game in a while but you could see at the end of the game how much it meant to the players they were absolutely delighted as well because they knew what it meant because I mean when you look at it retrospectively those three games against Celtic could have put us in second and put us in Champions League football this year so um really looking forward to seeing them playing Sunday because I think they're, they're just flying now. Where are they playing on Sunday, Rhiannon, and who are they playing against, just in case anybody is anywhere? They are playing at Peterhill Park and they're playing Parsec Thistle. So that is, that is like the, the second and the fixture. So they'll play every team three times in a season. Yeah, and of course there's a new uh, sponsor of the league announced this week, our very own Douglas Park, Parks Motor Group, mm. getting all that to cinch, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, which is really nice. <laughs> Good on you, Dougie, Dougie Park. One of my favourite things is how absolutely delighted Brianna Westhop looks in the promotional pictures. Everybody's kind of half smiling and she's got the biggest grin on her face. I'm like, this is shit house day for you, Brianna. I absolutely fucking love you. <laughs> and we've also had Malky Thompson, the manager, on the podcast with you. An excellent podcast. I enjoyed listening to it. enjoyed watching it. Um, Malky is a character, I would say. You only need to look at the video and walking across the training ground singing. Uh, Malky's Christmas <laughs> album, I take it, is on the way. <laughs> oh, I would like that, but we've kind of agreed we'd want to do the, the Rangers women's songs first and then we'll see if we go with a Christmas album. <laughs> Michael Bibley's got it covered anyway. There's no market for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm delighted that, you, that you're on board along with your car and there's a few other people on that as well that's doing the, the Rangers women's football show and I'm delighted that, that we've, we're covering that we're going to try and increase the input on that as we go forward because it's something that all the guys on the podcast are passionate about. Something that all the fans are passionate about as well. We want to see your club the best at whatever. It could, Rangers could be playing basketball or you know rugby or whatever. It, could, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. We want to see Rangers the best at everything. And if, if we can have this season the men's team winning 56, the female team winning the, the, the women's Premier League, you know, that's the club, it's a club made. It's a it's a good prospect. But I mean, the other thing is, when you think about it, having a B team and having a women's team and all this, it's more investment in the players because 
BioWave and TGI Fridays are now sponsoring our women's team mm-hmm. directly. So it's just, at the end of the day, it's now more revenue for the club. It builds a good future for the club. It builds stability because we're bringing more money and having these teams. Yeah, yeah, totally, 100%. Rhiannon, thank you very much. We're going to try and get... Um, who was the next one we were going to try and get on the pod, which we are going to get on the pod, but we just need to arrange a date. Who is it again? Tessel uh, Madag. That's who it was, because we had Jane Ross as well lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. There's, there's a few, that's what I'm saying, there's a wee queue forming, and I just wasn't <laughs> sure who was at the front of it again. Um, but Rangers are aware of that, and, and obviously you're aware of that, so uh, we'll get that sorted, and we'll get the next episode done pretty soon, because I'm enjoying it on on the network guys there's a lot of love coming in for Rhiannon actually in the chat and see if you are interested in following the women's team sign up to our uh, network let it say it along the bottom patreon.com forward slash battle fever pod and you will see um you know that all that's coming we need to get our, we're going to get our stat show back up and running as well a few wee different things going on in the background there um and we'll you know we need to increase the input Jeeb's going to do a, sh- a show as well looking back on seasons aren't you mate um He's also going to do a quiz on the live show, I believe. Um, which yes, I'm yes. Um, Keep plugging on uh, my end. We have the Rangers Women's, the Rangers Football Club Women Supporters Group. We are on Twitter. We've actually just announced that we've got some merch and stuff coming out. So if you're interested, give us a follow on that. Get in there. What's that handle again? It's RFDSWG. We're on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Quality. There you go. Everybody go and get following that if you don't already. Um Kaz in the chat, she's she's plugging it. I'll put we'll put that on the screen the new. Um she's plugging it. Thank you very much, Rhiannon, for coming on the show. Thanks for everything that you do and helping out with the podcast yeah. and covering the women's side. I really appreciate it. All the guys really appreciate it. I love it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Cheers, Rhiannon. Cheers. Bye. 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 Uh, oh, we never got a geo after there. Um so there's Cas put it up. Quickly plug, uh, check out RWFCSG Twitter. We've got some merch stuff coming. Good. Ryan's just reminded me in the chat. We actually announced our official partnership with the staunch superstar, oh, yeah. Jason Reed, ICW's very own Jason Reed. He has a huge match coming up on Saturday. If you don't know the background of this, it's basically Rangers versus Celtic of the wrestling world. He's up against Bungard. He's going to put his heat on a stick and he's going to bring it to the live show with him. Good. <laughs> Come on, Jason. <laughs> You can do it. You can do it. Let the others come after us. We welcome the chase. We are the people. Exactly. Yes. Um, yes. Get in there. Thank you very much to everybody who's joined in the chat tonight. The chat has been brilliant. Um, we, we all the comments coming in. Thanks to Fridge for keeping control of that and, and putting it on the screen because um, it can get weird here this side uh, yeah, yeah it can. <laughs> can get a bit busy I just, so, I, I just like to personally thank Fresh for putting that box in front of him it's brilliant because <laughs> he can't see right up his shots exactly it's been horrific <laughs> most nights uh, thanks to the Ginger Ballocks Geo Ginger Ballocks all the way from Narnan thank you very much Narnan Narnan <laughs> always a pleasure never a chore never a chore Love it, mate. And I see Norn had a wee hand in upsetting some people at the weekend. Mate, what a result, eh? Yeah, no, the weekend tournament. Coming, coming in the our backyard and expecting to beat his fucking way back to the back in your back. Mancini, who's he? <laughs> I mean, who's he? Windsor showed him, mate. Windsor showed him. Um, <laughs> thanks to Jib for wearing a stone shot. 
and being here again as his viewers and being back on the pod, mate. Love having you the on the legend, pod. The I'll legend and, returns. I'll, I'll try and see you, mate, before the live show, but if no, I can't wait to see you at the live show. All right, we'll sort something. We'll sort yes, something. Yes, mate. Yes. Thanks to Paul at Seas. You're welcome. Hosting Beat the Podder. How was it? Aye. All right. All right. No, All right. Press, press, press a button. Press a button. I know it's quite easy, actually. No, I was make, I was only making up that it was quite difficult before, so I didn't need to go up against him. <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah, <laughs> and thanks very much to all you in the chat for watching us. We appreciate um, all your support. Definitely. On the podcast. It's nothing without you guys. It's a new era, team. It's about to get underway. The era of the Dutch maestro here in Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. We send them. Our best, our love, smash it, Gio. Gio. We know you can deliver 56, mate. Just go and do it. And as Jeep says, Gio, Gio, Gio. Hashtag <laughs> keep the battle fever on. Here's that bit where I try and find the fucking thing. Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older. There's a place I wanna be. It's red faucet is beautiful. It's steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I got that battle. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 